Hi everyone, it's Danny here. I just want to say a huge, huge thank you to all of you for tuning in to Lingerie Lowdown's podcast. We're just about to celebrate our 200th episode and how better to celebrate than with a glass of Prosecco or maybe a bottle. That's right, you've guessed it. The 200th episode will be one of myself and my partner in crime, Miss Black Rain's Prosecco podcasts. We hope you have as much fun listening as we do recording. Here's to another 200 shows. Enjoy. Welcome to Lingerie Lowdown, the podcast. Your weekly opportunity to tune in and listen to the best review team online, taking time out to chat with you and each other about everything lingerie. Our incredible team have reviewed over 7,000 reviews so they know what they're talking about. Every week is different, from chatting about their favorite brands of hosiery to educating you about playing safe when delving into the world of kinkwear for the first time. So for open and frank talk on all topics surrounding the world of lingerie, you're in the right place. Enjoy today's episode. Hello there. Welcome to the Lingerie Lowdown Prosecco podcast with me, Danny, And me, Miss Black Rain. And today we are here to answer a question that's been sent through by a Lingerie Lowdown viewer, one of the subscribers. And they have said, how do you feel or how do you find shooting the same thing again and again? And to stop boredom, does it then come down to the photographer yeah so I think they, they were saying like does it then end up coming down to the photographer and the people you work with to stop it becoming boring and mundane because I suppose I suppose when you think about it actually and not till this question was put to me because this is someone who's listened to our podcast and found it quite they just use the word interesting so <laughs> take from that what you will they found us interesting <laughs> which we are um, I suppose when you, I, I have not really thought about it until that question was put to me, but like, I suppose you think how many years we've been modeling, you know, how many lingerie shoots you've done, how many glamour shoots you've yeah. done, how many shoots of doing the same thing, I suppose, what yeah. would be classed as the same thing? Well, I mean, I feel like definitely what I shoot has evolved over the years. So when yeah. I started, um, I was very, like, you know, glossy page three, like, cute little knickers, cute little, like, well, sometimes we do. It wasn't even a case of, like, now we shoot, like, with the top on and then you sort of take it off and it, they become set. It was, like, straight away, you know, just just a thong or just whatever. Um, and it was very, like, bright lighting, just, you know, plain mm. bright block colour background and just very, like, glamoury and smiley. Yeah. Like, sort of girl next door, but, you know, just, like, happy, like, always yeah. a smile, which I'm not a smiler, so that was tough. Yeah, I was, I was thinking that actually, that they, uh, there was a lot of talk you should, in, back in that day, you should try and get me to smile and I'm not a smiler. No. But now, but obviously over the years, like, I think your style changed and like the style of what people want to see changes and you personally changed. So like the things that I'd wear, you know, different outfits and different, you know, shoot different styles. So, you know, from doing just, you know, that glossy glamour to doing some like kind of darker stuff and mm. sort of a bit more fetishy styles and you know so you do shoot different things if it was like the same all the time then yeah I mean I used to I used to go in like for my once a month page three shoots and um I'd be shooting with the same talker but it was a really nice day and you'd be like you know 
mm-hmm. had a nice time. But yeah, I mean, I suppose <laughs> it would get boring after time. I think when I have long studio days and you do just get, you do just say, for instance, you're doing an eight hour day and you're doing that over weekends, you're doing 16, two eight hour days mm. or two sometimes nine, 10 hour days and everyone wants to shoot lingerie. I don't think that's the thing. No one shoot is the same though, is it? You can right. say that you're shooting lingerie, but one person's lingerie is another person's, do you know what I mean? Like, it's never the same, is it? Even if it is just the lighting's different, the photographer's different. I suppose, in a way, he's got a point. Is it does come down to who you're in a room with, doesn't it? Because mm. you can be in a room and with someone that you don't particularly gel with. And I'm sure every model's had this, and it's no slight against any one photographer or other models or anything like that. But you do just meet people you don't gel with, don't you? Yeah, like, I like to shoot quite fast. So I like, you know, like once the camera's pointing at me, I like to like click and then I'll move and you can hear the clicking. It's like click, move, click, move, click, move. Yeah. And especially now with like digital, you can afford, it's not like the old days where you're shooting film where you really have to make sure the lighting's perfect, everything's perfect before you shoot because you're wasting film. Yeah. Like with digital, you can just keep shooting. But yeah. I do get some who they'll, they'll take one and then they'll stop and look at the back camera. Like once the lighting's right. So once, yeah. you know, obviously they do a few to get the lighting right, but then it's like, then they look and then it's like, or I'm waiting for them to take a picture and they don't. And then I'm going to blink by the time they do. And it's like, yeah, like, I'm just like, well, just keep shooting. And like, I'll keep moving. Like I can hear, yeah, you know? So yeah, it's nice if it is fast paced. Sometimes it can be too fast, but it is also nice if it's fast paced. And you're always going to get some good stuff out of the sh- shoot. And then yeah. the rest of it, you just delete. So it's no, like, it's not, yeah. I mean, I do work with a photographer who I love working with. He was like one of my favourite people, if not my favourite person to work with. Now, he's really old school and he actually will spend, uh, I've spent over an hour being lit. Yeah. And then he'll just take a few shots and, but they're all yeah. good. Like, so, you know, but he's, he's from the film background industry and so it's a very different kind of medium. Yeah. I mean, I've, I have worked with a couple of photographers like that where they've literally spent ages getting the light just right and then you don't shoot that much because you you spend ages getting the light right yeah. but I can respect that in the craft I think yeah. I can respect wanting a certain thing and I've got to admit I'm a bit anal myself like that so I can respect wanting to get it right I'm a bit like anal like that when I do cosplay or fancy dress even fancy dress like if, if I've got an idea in my head it's got to be that idea it mm-hmm. can't just be a oh that'll do so I do respect that in the fact that some people are really into the lighting and getting the lighting just right um but sometimes you just don't gel with someone do you I mean so yeah. it, it happens but it happens in any job doesn't it you're not going to go into a job and be in any job and be you know best buddies with everybody yeah it's true and the best shoots I think for me personally are when there's good jokes there's good laughs there's a good playlist on I have my own playlist that I take on Spotify and if I can play my own playlist then I'm super happy um because I think there's nothing worse than like there being no atmosphere no music yeah hardly any chat I have I have had a four hour shoot no music and the photographer didn't hardly speak to me in four hours and I was just slowly losing the will to live and slowly dying and was really strange but we'd shot before and he'd been really chatty maybe he was just like having bad stuff going on yeah so but that just makes it kind of I find that really awkward and difficult then to deal Mm. with because it's like I do kind of like a bit of feedback and a kind of yeah like I do want a bit of directing or like or sometimes I'll be like, you know, what do you, if, if they've booked me and they're paying me, it's like, what do you want to achieve from this? Like, 
direct me. It's like the same when I'm filming. Yeah. Like, rather than say nothing, like, tell me what you want and I'll do something differently. Like, I just, I need to know what you want. Yeah. This. So, yeah, I mean, but, uh, yeah, I tend to, like, find, once you find somebody that you work well with and get on with, you'll shoot with them time and time again. And that makes it really easy. And then you yeah. don't get bored of that because each time you shoot with them, you might shoot something different. Yeah. Or you might go for the same stars again, but you get on with that person and then you have loads of fun and you're like, it's kind of like I'm being paid for a fun day out. Yeah, that's the thing, isn't it? I do think I've got a few people I like to work with and, and when they book you, you know it's going to be a laugh, it's going to be a good day. Um, you know, there, there are some days modelling where I've been paid for a day's work and we've gone to lunch and we've shot mm. a bit and then we've chilled and then we've shot a bit more and you just think, actually, this is the best job in the yeah. world because obviously it's chilled and it's a laugh. I do like a nice chilled shoot. Like, I'm not... I can work under pressure and actually I work better under pressure than I do in any other environment. But I do like it if it's nice and relaxed um, and chilled out. I'm not very good if there's, if people are, you know, really intense or like I can work quickly, but I can work quickly in a chilled fashion. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like I'm not, I, I prefer much more, you know, anything's, we can joke about anything. We can have a laugh. We can put music on. We cannot put music on. We can have a cup of tea. Like, I, I have also been on a shoot where I... And there was two models in a studio, so it's not like anyone was missing out on shooting time. And I went for a wee, and they were screaming at me down the other end. And what? I was like, I'm, they were calling me to go back to be shot. And I'm like, I'm literally just weeing. <laughs> I need to wee, and there is another model there that you can be shooting. So you're not wasting time, mm. but I've got a wee. So I can't deal with that, do you know what I mean? But... Um, yeah, I suppose that's the thing, isn't it? You're, it's like any other job. I don't, I don't think, see it. My, personally, I don't see it any other job, different to any other job. There's going to be people you just don't gel with. And then you, you have to decide if they book you again, whether it's a, I really don't gel with them, as in I don't like them, I don't like their opinions, and I can't get on with them. Or it's a, we just don't have a lot in common, but I can still work with them, you know? Yeah. I, I think, and then... And well, it's then, a choice, isn't it, as well? Yeah, and then luckily, that's the thing, it is a choice, isn't it? Because luckily you can go, actually... I'm not going to take that booking because, you know. Yeah, you're not in a full-time office job and you don't like your boss and you, it's well tough. Yeah. And I suppose even when you think about it as well, which is another thing I'm not sure people people underestimate, I think, how much models spend on makeup, clothes and yeah. shoes. It's never the same thing, isn't it? Because we were talking about this yesterday. I will, if I have a really striking outfit, I'll retire that pretty quickly. Mm. So, you know, I would say if three different photographers have shot me in it and they're all pretty good shots... Usually then after after that, I won't wear it again. So then it's never, you're never really shooting the same thing because even though it's lingerie, for instance, it can be like, yeah, like every month you can have a whole new outfit. Yeah. So it's it's like doing the same thing, but not doing the same thing. It's like doing the same thing with a difference. So it's like, yes, I am standing in front of a camera, you know, in lingerie, but it's a different set. And then you can completely it's a completely different look. Like it might be different lighting or, you know, like maybe different sets if you're using a lot of props and stuff and actually building sets. Like, so it's every day at the office is different. Mm. Not It's not the same. And yeah. I think that's nice because even though, you know, you're doing the same job, it kind of changes up. But I mean, your styles do evolve. Like yeah. I might do a really girly, girly shoot one day and then the next week I'm a vampire. Yeah. And that's... I'm often a vampire. And that I think that's what keeps it fresh and exciting as well, isn't mm. it? Is... Um, yeah, sometimes you can be doing, although I rarely get asked to do like soft, what I would call soft boudoir kind of things. Um, people think I 
can't be soft. I can be soft. Can you? <laughs> yes. She's cuddly. Occasionally. She's cuddly, really. And I can be soft occasionally. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, like one day you're in latex doing something really like full on and intense mm. and then something I can be doing, something really colourful and bright. Also, it's I, I always find it interesting to see how a photographer will interpret an outfit. So like an outfit you'll put on for one photographer and they'll go, oh, God, that'd be amazing with natural light. We'll have you standing yeah. by the window. And then some, you put on some outfits and a photographer and I go, oh, no, that'd be brilliant if we put some gels in there and we get some, like, yeah. you know, so. I love working with gels. Yeah, so do I. I love them, um, just, like, the just random colour stuff. Gel lighting and LED lighting, I, I just love. Like, your LED panels you've got, if you yeah. put them on two with different bright colours and yeah. clash it, it can look really, really cool. Mm-hmm. Um. But like you said, you, you know, you're constantly evolving yourself. So it isn't, I would say, what my, like you were saying, you know, at the beginning, what my lingerie was, was a few years ago would be different to what I'd wear now. Yeah. And, and even, like, I barely shoot fashion, but I've now got really into it. So you as a model evolve. So even if, say, for instance, the photographer's style say stays the same and you work with the same photographer say for instance 10 times mm. as you're evolving as a person those 10 different shoots would be completely different yeah. I've often found that that I'm you're evolving and maybe the photographer isn't but you are changing as you as you shoot um, I'm it's a photographer I've worked with and I've only worked with him two or three times Jody Wright but from the first shoot to the last time we shot my style has evolved but equally I've evolved as a model I think and got better so even in just two or three short shot shoots Mm. I've completely changed. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I think, you know, I think we'll always change. So I don't think it's something you can necessarily get bored of. I think it would be hard to get bored of it because there's so many different genres to explore as Mm. well, isn't there? Do you know, my the the thing I hate doing most of shoots is unpacking afterwards. Oh, God, yes. I I like, I hate unpacking. So I don't mind packing, get my wardrobe, get my stuff. Like, it's a bit of a mission because my wardrobe's, like, it's, it's a weirdly organized mess i can know yes. where stuff is but it's like you have to take a lot out to get to certain things and um and then when i come back and i'm like oh the last thing i want to do is unpack <laughs> like, yeah. i'll leave my case there probably until i next need my suitcase and i'm like i should have to unpack this i've got four suitcases full of different stuff for modeling and they're all they are weirdly organized in like one case will be very much like fancy dress cosplay burlesque then there's another suitcase, which is very much like underwear and stuff like that. And then I've got other suitcases. Um, That's clever. Yeah, so they're all in suitcases. So it can be a bit of an ag when I'm packing because then I have to get out the different suitcases searching for different things. Um, and then and I do, I do keep... And then I, oh, yes, I have four suitcases. Then I have two, three drawers in a chest of drawers where I would call this crossover stuff. So yeah. this is stuff I could model in, but I equally could wear it in my day-to-day yeah. life because most of my modelling stuff I wouldn't wear in my day-to-day yeah. life. So then I have three drawers of crossover stuff. Um, but yeah, it's the... And it's okay to get it all together, isn't it? And sometimes it's quite exciting packing, isn't it? Because I don't know about you, sometimes I'll, I'll rummage through a suitcase and I'll go, oh my God, I haven't shot in this yeah. in like six months. This definitely needs to come out for this shoot. Um, but unpacking it. Because I tend yeah. to... I don't know about you... I tend to, especially when I'm working quickly, um, everything gets balled up in a ball. It gets chucked on the floor. If I've worn latex, it never gets put back in the bag the way it should. Everything gets chucked into the case. I'm pretty good now because I keep, 
I keep keeping all my sheen bags, which I say in every review. But especially for like matching sets and stuff, I'll stick them in the sheen bags. So it's like oh, that's yeah. easy. I do. I do. Then you have to open them all up to look at what's inside there. So you need to have like a picture or something on the front. Too. Yeah. I do that and I've even done that in my own wardrobe at home so I have loads of sheen bags and it's like tights hold up stockings thick tights this socks this this, I have a chest of drawers which is the top one's stockings the second one's hold up the third one's tights but now I've started like getting so many that sometimes they have to spill over into the other ones yeah I do have one bag of all my seam stuff because then I know that's what I'll wear on a shoot like I won't wear that yeah like that's like my nice like Mm. what Katie did and like yeah geo stockings and stuff Enjoying the conversations today? Well, we wanted to take a short break to tell you more about our website. Are you looking to treat a loved one or yourself to some new lingerie or hosiery and don't know where to start? Let the most diverse team of presenters from across the globe introduce you to more than 500 brands as we publish new and exclusive reviews every day. In fact, we have over 7,000 reviews available online right now. And you can join us from only $9.99 a month. However, we want to treat you to something a little special for listening to our podcast today. Use the promo code podcast to get 10% off the purchase price. Best of all, there's no time limit with this code, so you can keep using it when you renew your membership. So after listening to the rest of the podcast, head on over to lingerielowdown.com forward slash join and use the promo code PODCAST today. Thanks for listening. Now let's get back to the podcast. In my suitcase, actually, my lingerie suitcase, it's so matching lingerie is all in bags. Then I've got a bag literally that's just like spare suspender belts, spare knickers, yeah. s- socks, hold up, stockings. Spare suspender belts. That was a weird sentence for me to try and say then. Spare suspender belts. It's like a tongue twister. It was a bit of a tongue twister. You actually managed it. I don't think <laughs> I did. But um, like when I've had lingerie sets that match and then, you know, they've had, because you always wear, like if it's stuff that I wear day to day and if they ha- have a matching suspender belt, I always want to have it. Yeah. But I might wear it on a couple of shoes and it will just become like underwear that I wear. Mm. And then like when it's had it and I chuck it, then I'm like, have this suspender belt and I keep them. And I'm like, but had, like a plain, I've got a plain black, what Katie did one for instance and that goes with everything because it's just plain black but when they've got a lace and stuff I'm very fussy about that my lace is matching so I, mm. my, all my spare ones I'm like I have them but I don't really ever know what I'm going to do with them I think the, the spare ones I have are ones I actually reviewed for Laundry Lowdown but they're pretty plain so like a plain black one I think there's yeah, a red so one you can get away with that so you can kind of get away with that I, I'm not sure I could with that I did have a black lace one that was completely spare and to be fair that only ever got used for burlesque when I was like layering up loads of yeah. clothes but um, yeah, I like everything to match. I'm not a big, ma- no, you know, non-matchy. And yet I see models do it. Um, Natasha does it really well, where she will wear like a, a not matching bra, knickers and suspender belt and will completely rock it in a shoe. And I'll yeah. be like, I must try it. And then I put it on and I'm like, no, my brain can't even handle it. <laughs> no, no, it's weird. And it's because like the lace is different and I can't wear two different black laces that are different. Like they need to be the same yeah. or something. It's got to match. I'm, yeah, I'm very, I'm, I'm really funny about that. Actually. I'd actually like to do some more. Like, you know, I like the vintage suspenders, like so the thicker suspender belts, like the big yeah. one with the metal clasp and the thick straps. I'd yeah. actually like to review more of that stuff. I know at one point, um, he, we did get sent an email about it and I never responded to it because I was just busy at the time. Yeah. But I, I, think, like, I think maybe they're the ones I've got because I've maybe. got some big thick belts with like, I've got ones that have like got eight straps on them. Yeah. And I love them. I don't know if I could do them up though. Oh yeah. You're there for a good. I get crossed. 
Usually right. with photographers, I'm always like, you're going to have to do me up. And they're like, I did not know when I started this job, this is going to be part of the job. Yeah. It so is. I always say to photographers, because if any photographers ask for latex, corsets or harnesses or a lot of suspender belts, I always pre-warn at the beginning of the shoot. Oh, I'm going to be like, that's fine. But A, I'm not going to be quick getting changed. And B, you may have to give me a hand because like, I've got a full body pentagram harness and the amount of people who ask me to shoot it. And I'm like, that's good. But you must know that that takes me a while to get into. I've got a trick now in harnesses though. Like before you take it off, you get a bit of string or wool or whatever and tie it in loads yeah. of bows. And then when you next wear it, you just cut all the bows. But then it's like already in yeah. place. It's not like this is thread through there. And that's it. Like, so once I've done it once, I'm all right now. I've yeah. learned. I've got to you, do myself a favour. I need to try it with that one because that is a full, that is a nightmare. If you're not, you know, if I'm not savvy with it, it's a nightmare to get on. It's a nightmare just to work out where everything's supposed to go, let alone getting it on. Yeah. But corsets and latex, again, it's not easy. Latex takes a while. I remember last time you shot in latex and I was just like, I'm stuck in this dress. <laughs> once you get it up, it's fine. It's like, you just like, you, like you said, you get yeah. all hot and you're like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and flustered. Like, yeah. And then it just, the more you sweat, the more it sticks. Yeah. yeah. I've, I've photographer once lent me a bodysuit and I was stuck in it and it was slightly too small and I had to come out of the change room. I was like, I'm stuck. Years ago, shooting in full like latex catsuits, and like, now for the life of me, I can't remember how I got them on. I managed. Yeah, um, portrait and pinups or latex laundry that shot us last time we were together. Uh, he shot me before in a full length latex yeah. catsuit, and I don't remember. I don't, and it was one of the hottest days of the year. Yeah, that's ridiculous. And it, it was the sweat was just dripping. I had out a PVC one that I shot in here on one of the hot days. I don't think I'd get into it now. It was like you know, it's yeah. like super skinny legs and. When it's when it's summer and people are like, should we shoot latex? I'm like, no, should we not? No. I always I was doing a studio day in um, Kettering, and it was in the evening, and he was like, oh, we would really like some latex. And in the end, I was sort of like steered him out of the direction because I was like, look, you are, this is a group shoot. It's a, only a few hours. It's going to take me ages to get into it. I said, and to be honest, it's so hot and sweaty that unless you lot are great whizzes with Photoshop, yeah. you're going to have so much editing to do that it's just not going to be worth the while. You're not going to get many good pictures. And luckily it was like, oh, okay, we won't bother then. But yeah. I was like, just wait till the winter when it's cold in here. Then you'll be happy to wear it. Yeah. It's just such a... I, I've actually now sold all my pieces that are hard to get into yeah. because I'm just like... Don't want to do it again. I just, I, I've got pieces, but they're easy. So I've got a latex dress, zip all the way up the front, easy. I've got a Barbie dress, it zips all the way, halfway down the front, easy. Yeah. If I've, I've got stuff like that, I'll happily wear it because mm-hmm. it's it, it's easy. But things that are a nightmare, I'm like, nah. Yeah, no, I think no. I prefer like the little bits that are easy to get on. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, uh, you know, underwear, little skirts and stuff. I'm fine with or that. stuff with big zips. Yeah, if it's got a zip or it's a little... Big industrial zips. I've got latex, actually. I really should make some latex clothing. I keep looking at it. It's sitting in my living room. And every time I sit on my sofa, I stare at it. Like, I should do something with that really. Yeah. You've just got piles of fabric. It's just two rolls of latex. And it was, so I was going to make myself latex Velma. And then, and I've got the shoes and everything. And none of it's ever been worn because I was waiting to make latex Velma. You do need to do it. And I just never did it. And actually, I really should now just do it. And I think... It's one of those things you just talk yourself out of it because you know it's going to be difficult. Mm. So I wanted to do it. Everybody usually does latex velvet with with a circle skirt. And this is what I mean about being anal. She doesn't wear a circle skirt. She wears a pleated skirt. But apparently pleats in latex are a bugger to do. Yeah. But it's like, I I can't do it. And I have sat there several times and been like, just make a latex circle skirt. And I'm like, right, I'll just make a circle skirt. And I'm like, no, because she doesn't wear that. She wears pleats. <laughs> I actually bought like a, not a latex, but a little Velma costume. But I'm a Daphne one, but I've not got around to it. 
Yeah, yeah. See, I've I would do this all the time. I've got I've got loads. I've I haven't bought the wigs. I need the ginger wig, and I need the I've got I've got a brown bob wig which I did for posh spice, but it's not got the fringe. I need like the fringe wig. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's the only thing I don't have actually is the wig. I've got the latex, I've got some shoes, I just don't have the wig to do mm-hmm. that. And I've got the glasses because obviously that is me. <laughs> my glasses, my glasses. Do you think you're more of a Dana than a Daphne? Yeah, I'm a giant nerd. I always put my glasses down and forget where they are. Yeah. I, I do that with my phone. Put my phone <laughs> down and I'm like, it's gone, but I haven't even been anywhere. I've only well, moved a meter. Even yesterday, to you, when I was like, I put my glasses down somewhere and you were like, they're here. <laughs> more well I don't know I think I'm a mix of the two I'd say people yeah, probably think you... I'm more of a Daphne but then I'm also a bit of a dream. yeah that's the thing you're much nerdier than people think you are yeah. and I think when people look at you wouldn't think you're a nerd no. but you are actually quite nerdy aren't you yeah yeah, yeah. and that's, that's a whole other podcast though <laughs> yeah that's one for later I think that's the thing for me though people look at me and think I'm this hot the amount of people who just assume I'm a dominatrix and assume I'm this and assume I'm that and I'm like <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a nerd I'm a nice little nerdy girl okay you don't let the tattoos fall <laughs> okay i will kick your ass if you ask me too nicely but i am still a nice little nerdy girl <laughs> so yeah i don't think you can get bored can you because there's so many variations of lighting and interpretations and no one person and admittedly i have had photographers come to me and take show me a photo of me and go i want to recreate that and yeah, i just I go no. <laughs> well i just say no because it's like that's that photographer's work and it's done it's and done. I've done it. Why would I do it again? Yeah, it's done. One, I'm never going to be able to recreate that. I hate it when you're in a shoot. I don't know if it's if, if, what you're like, but so you pull in poses and they're going click, 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 click. And they go, oh, hang on a second. Go to that pose you did a minute ago. And you're like, well, I don't know what that was. What? what was that? Like, show me. And they're like, what do you mean show you? And I'm like, well, I don't remember. Yeah. Show me. Yeah. Or when they're like, stay there, but you've already moved. And you're like, well, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know where I was. But I mean, there are times when I've gone, like I'm retiring or I'm, you know, I'm bored yeah. of the industry and you just take a little break and then, you, and then you think, well, no, I can still do this. Why don't I just still do this? Yeah. So you do. But then I think that's more like just jaded by the industry and stuff. And Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the thing. It's like any job, isn't it? I'm not going to make out that it's all sunshine and roses because it isn't. We all have bad days. You know, like I said, I've had shoots that have been, that are in, in boring. I've had shoots that are not enjoyable, but for every one shoot, like that I've probably had five or six that have been amazing and I think actually I'm going through that right now I would say right now I have said to several people that's it I'm done I'm retiring um this is going to be it I'm not going to shoot anymore um and I'm and I have openly said that to two or three people now and um, you've been saying this to me for years though I have and that's the thing I have been saying it to other people for years this time I do feel like I'm I'm done but that's the thing I say that now. It will take one good shoot. And that's the thing. I know what it's like. I know what I'm like. Right now I'm done. But that's because I'm injured and, you know, it's difficult. I know it'll take one good shoot. I'll have one really creative good shoot. And then the creative juices will be flowing again. I'm like, no, I can create so much. I can't give up now. I mean, I've still got a massive list of stuff that just me and Tash want to shoot together. So mm-hmm. I say this, but I don't, I, I'm such a creative person though. I don't think I could give up creating for good anyway because no. I, I think I'd shrivel away and die if I did don't that don't do that yeah. <laughs> that'd be sad and the thing is we can do it so why shouldn't we I suppose exactly no one to stop us but ourselves well yeah that's the problem though isn't it that's the problem <laughs> there is no one to stop me but me and I'm a knob <laughs> that's the problem 
Did you say a stain? No one ever stands in your way but yourself. Yeah, and that's the problem, I think, at times. But yeah, I think it's, I think trying to keep yourself, well, I don't think it's a matter of actually trying to keep yourself from being bored because I just don't, I think that rarely happens really because there is so many different interpretations and different outfits and for every day you have where you're like, oh, I'm not going to do it anymore. I don't know about you. I then go shopping. I go window shopping online and I'm like, oh, I need to do a photo shoot with that before I give up. Yeah. So I think for me, I think what the truly exciting thing is, though, is working with other models because it rarely happens, does it? Mm. You're nine times out of ten on your own with a photographer. And whenever I get to see or hang out with other models, I rarely get any work done. So I'm like, oh, there's other people and they do the same job as me. And I know you off Instagram. <laughs> and then I am just a dweeb because I'm just like, hi. Well, I've got a so many, like, things I've bought for future shoots like I'm saying I've got the Daphne, Daphne Velma like versions which I haven't done anything yeah. with they're in the wardrobe I've got like I wanted to do this space stuff I've got these space out bits like, oh my god we keep talking about that yeah well, but these are the ones a photographer actually bought to shoot me with so I've got to oh shoot them god. with him but then I've got like other ideas and I've got so I just buy things and then like they go in bags but I mean he often sends me things and we just don't end up shooting them because then I get there and I take all the stuff that he sent me. Yeah. And then he has all this other stuff. And so we don't even... <laughs> when the first time I shot with him, I said, what do I bring? Because usually you always have to bring stuff. He's like, don't need anything, just yourself, you wake up. I'm like, right. And then we shot like weird cat suits and really bizarre stuff, but it was yeah. all good. Then I shot, then I shot Hammer stuff, Hammer Horror. And then I've shot all kinds of different stuff there. But it's always really fun. I always enjoy shooting because I never really know what we're supposed to be doing. Yeah. The, and sometimes that's fun, isn't it? When you turn up and yeah. there's no plan. Yeah. Because then you're like, okay, this could go anywhere. Yeah, I do like that as well. If you turn up and there's no plan, because then it can just go literally mm. anywhere. Oh, my God. But And that's the thing, saying that, we've got loads of ideas. We were talking about doing, like, 90s yesterday. We want to do Space Babes. We definitely should do Scooby-Doo. Definitely Scooby-Doo. We need to, we I want to do, to like, the, though. I, I want to do, like, the pink, um, but, like, horror. So it's, like... Girly, girly, I'll find the picture on my phone later. It's like girly, girly, but they've got the Ouija board and something. Just really yeah. We did like a Halloween one like that, but yeah. it's like set up in a bedroom that's like bubble gum, but like, yeah. You know. We need to find some really cool venues to yeah. shoot in. There is, a st- there is a studio in London called Retro Glow, but they're quite, I've seen that. It's, it's like quite a, expensive. I inquired. I was looking at it for a film shoot because I was like, oh, a gym shoot. Yeah. And I'd like to shoot in there, but it's it's quite expensive. When she, um, I emailed her, and when she mailed back, it was just like, yeah, it's quite a lot of money, really. But we need to find some good places, don't yes, we? Yes, we need places. We need good locations. If you know any locations and you're listening, let us know because mm. we need some really cool locations for nineties space babes, yeah, horror, girly horror, yeah. You just, what you need is like, just basically a room that we can just keep changing. Yeah. Like if we had like, you know, my next house, I've got a room, we can just keep changing it. Yes. Constantly. Or it's a small studio, you can just build sets in. I'd love to have, I'd love to have the room to build sets in. I went onto an industrial estate the other day in Norwich when I was having my ultrasound on my knee and they had low rent to units there. And when I went in, when I was having my knee done and I was looking around their unit and I was saying... Uh, to the person I was with who who drove me, I was like, this would make a really cool photography Well, Murder Mile used to be a unit. Yeah, I was like, this would make a really... But I don't, I don't know if you'd make the money out of it in Norwich to warrant renting it, but it would no. have made a really good studio. I quite often hunt around to see if I could find just a old building or a unit or something yeah. you could just literally use as a studio, go in you there, build You could build, sets. like, sort of square 
box like box type set so you could decorate the three sides of each of them and then have a big place for all the furniture and stuff storage so yeah. you could just bring whatever in and then you know yeah. you get board change the wallpaper or you know put different stuff up yeah i mean it's easily done because um my boudoir does that she builds yeah. them in corners of rooms doesn't she like tiny little sets yeah and um neil kez kendall that's all he does he builds them in his house really yeah builds like he just needs a ba- room he needs yeah. a spare room we just need a room Someone's got a room. <laughs> yeah, they've got a room they want to lend us for yeah. shooting. That would be amazing, wouldn't it? Just to go in and completely build sets. Yeah, because that's all he does, isn't he? When he does his, all of his stuff is built. Because he's just per- have you seen what he's done recently? Yeah, Purposely built a set that looks like um, a seventies living room. Amazing. In, in homage to Bay Page, because it's a hundred years. Right. Um, and he's in the wallpaper he's got on the wall. There's even the certain kind of wallpaper that she shot in front of, and he oh, managed wow. he ma- he managed to source some and put it on the wall in the set. Incredible, and yeah. I'd, but then I'd kind of want to leave that room as it was. Yeah, well, I think I think he has. I think his house because he did put on one of the posts that that's exactly what his house does look like. So he mm. just builds. I think it's either it's either in his house or he's just got like a room somewhere and he just yeah. goes in and he builds these specific sets and oh, he leaves wow. them up for a certain amount of time to shoot in and then he'll take them down and rebuild because he did have um he did have one that was just all toadstools before that so he'd shoot in fairies and now he's done this one to as in homage to Betty Page and you go up there and he's got a makeup artist and he's got all wigs to style you mm. exactly like Betty Page and shoot you within that oh, wow. set yeah so cool so I think that kind of wraps this one up, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, so yeah, it's not, it's hard to get bored, I would say. It's yeah. hard. Don't get me wrong, it happens. Um, and, there, and I would say that there's genres that you prefer shooting over other genres. I don't know about you. I'm like super creative. So if people come to me with super creative ideas, that much more excites me than if people go, mm. just want to shoot some lingerie and a plain coloured background. But equally, I enjoy my job, so... Yeah. I will. I enjoy all aspects of it. It'll just get me really excited if you want to shoot something really creative. But yeah, it's hard to get bored, isn't it? I think if you're a true creative, it's hard to get bored. And I think if you're in the industry for the wrong reasons, then that may be why you're getting bored and frustrated and stuff. Thanks for listening to us on Lingerie Lowdown, the podcast. Don't forget that we release a brand new episode every Wednesday for you all to enjoy. So if you love lingerie as much as we do, make sure to catch us same time, same place next week. Don't forget to visit the website lingerielowdown.com forward slash join and use our promo code podcast to get a 10% discount off your membership today. So if you love lingerie as much as we do, make sure to catch us same time, same place next week. In fact, it's not just lingerie we love to talk about and review. We cover it all from the world of intimates. From lingerie to hosiery, swimwear to sleepwear, kink and bondage, and we even review sex toys. All in the best possible taste, of course. With over 7,000 published reviews online, we're the number one review site, and we're publishing more every day. And don't forget to visit the website lingerielowdown.com forward slash join and use our promo code podcast to get a 10% discount off your membership today.